Welcome back to the Teen Engineer Talk podcast, where teenagers talk about their passion for engineering. As students go further into their education, they need more powerful computing devices to help them accomplish their tasks. So today, we're going to talk about what devices are best for college students. My name is Trish Kataria, and I'm joined by Anshil Patel. Today, our special guest is Anthony Fu. Hi, my name is Anthony, and I'm a Northwood, or I'm a student at Northwood High School. Okay, um, I'll start. So I think the most obvious solution for college students is the laptop. Um, these are probably, although I've not, I haven't gone to college myself, these are probably the most common solutions. And it makes sense um, because it's really portable and you'll only have to care for one device. Um, what do you guys think about laptops? I think that there are a lot of portable options available to college students. And in this case, laptops would be actually considered one of the least portable, in my opinion, with laptop or with tablets available to uh, which are often much smaller and slimmer. However, um, yeah. Um, so I think that that does make sense that there are a lot of um, more slimmer options, but I guess they're still pretty portable. But there's also some like there's also some cons to it. Like first of all, if you're someone who cares about like um, how strong your laptops are or like what specs you have, then that's then the laptop isn't always the best solution just because it's so expensive to have a laptop with a lot of kind of you know, horsepower. And also laptops can't really be upgraded in the future. So there's always a downsides. Um, yeah. I, I believe personally that uh, for a college student laptops, for me, uh, would be the best option as they're portable, one. And the second thing is they come in a various different uh, array of options. If you want something powerful, you can get something powerful. Obviously, you'd be paying more than getting that same amount of performance in a PC or desktop, but you would still be getting that portability, which a desktop PC wouldn't allow you to get. Yeah, um, speaking about different um, types of laptops, um, let's actually talk about some of the types of laptops. So I think um, the one that I know the most information about is gaming laptops. Um, so obviously these are for people who are going to college and they need a portable option, but they also want um, they also want to game on it with you know high FPS. Um, but the problem with gaming laptops is that not only do you, do you pay a lot to get um, a strong gaming laptop, they're also usually very, very bulky. And it, in order to get a smaller laptop, you have to give up on a lot of power. Like, um, for example, I have um, right now I have a Ryzen 9 laptop um, and with an RTX 2060 and a 20Hz screen. But for the MSRP of this laptop, I could have gotten probably an RTX 2070 with a high-end i7 CPU with water cooling. So there's obviously like, there's a lot of like, um, there's a lot you're giving up to get a gaming laptop and it's not always worth. Like sometimes it's better maybe to just get a PC with like um, a small like laptop on the side, like a Chromebook or something, or a used laptop. What do you guys think about gaming laptops? Um, my thought was that it definitely depends on the focus of the student and what they're going to be using that for. I, uh... I believe the main emphasis for a college student would definitely be taking it to class and using it for, say, note-taking or um, uh, completing yeah. homework. So you won't usually use these kinds of uh, devices for heavy usage or like gaming. And that's why, personally, I think what would be best would be a Chromebook. Uh, very lightweight, often, and cheap, so you can also afford a main... Um, like a main setup that's, uh, say, desktop. Yeah, that's definitely an option because Chromebooks are usually, um, they're, you know, they're pretty portable, they're really small, and they can get you everywhere. 
Um, one thing to consider about Chromebooks is there's always not always like, um, they don't always like support all the apps that you might need for college. Like, um, you know, like when you go to specific colleges, like my sister's medical college, they have like specific apps that they use for, you know, like testing and they use specific apps for learning. And a lot of those apps aren't available on Chromebook because to my knowledge, Chromebooks have like, um, like a, like a Chrome store, right? And you can only get apps from the Chrome store. I'm not sure about that, but I think that's how it works. So I guess it, it heavily limits you, but the upsides are that it's really cheap and it'll, it'll get the job done. Yeah, I believe Chromebooks have really limited like local storage. Yeah, that, that's, that's also a factor. Um, I, I think the next, um, the next section in, in laptops are MacBooks. Um, I honestly have, I'm not into Apple a lot. I haven't used Apple a lot, you know. Um, I've had like one iPhone and that's about it. But Mac, MacBooks are obviously a lot more pricey than Windows laptops. And a lot of college students can't always afford expensive laptops. So I don't think um, laptops are always like the best option, you know, because just how much they cost. And if you're going to college, you're already spending a lot um, unless you got a free ride. And also, also I've heard that Apple repair services are really expensive, right? Yeah, huh. Apple's re repair services are terrible. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um. What do you think about MacBooks? Uh. Well, personally, I think for college students, it's really good. Depending on what field you're going into, if you're going into a field that doesn't require that much software, and you just need something, you know, to last for a while, uh, MacBooks are the device for you, as they give you the performance you need to do everyday tasks, and they also last a really long time. Because I have a 2011 MacBook, uh, Pro, and it still works. It can't run the same things that I would like it to run, but if it's just for like using, you know, Chrome on it, opening Zoom, stuff like that, it runs perfectly. Mm, okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I think. think... Oh, oh, you can talk. First. Um. I'd say the. It's pretty much strong in every aspect, except for what you mentioned earlier in terms of price. And I was also talking about like, or I was also thinking about Mac OS. And its limitations towards, say, if you wanted to do something more advanced with your uh, overall operating system. So I haven't, personally, I haven't had experience with the file management system. But from what I've seen, it doesn't look very, um, I don't know how to say it, powerful. <laughs> yeah, I've also seen things about... Um... Um, about the MacBook file system. Um, but like, I think overall that the OS is like known to be pretty good for like computer science in general, right? That's what I've heard. Um, first of all, I've heard it's aesthetic, but also um, from my knowledge, it's really important to have, um, it, it's important to have like a MacBook or something like that. If you're like coding in the iOS ecosystem, like if you're coding like, you know, Apple um, applications or like maybe um, something on like the Apple watches or Apple like iPads, if you're like programming those apps, then from my knowledge, it's very beneficial to have a MacBook. So yeah, it really depends on just what like field you're going into. Another thing is MacBooks are generally made for the ease of use, not yeah. you know going into the advanced stuff. Like if you look at an Android phone and you look at an iPhone phone, this is the same OS, you know, just a comparison. You you have like more customization available on the Android because Apple usually keeps their OSs very locked. And that's the same thing you see on the MacBooks and the iMacs and anything running Mac OS on Apple versus Windows or Linux. Yeah, 
on my old phone, um, I used to have an Android uh, Samsung phone. I think it was a Note 8. Um, and what I did was I changed the home screen so that it was a terminal. So instead of having a normal home screen, I literally had a terminal and I would have to like type in the names of apps and then run them yeah. like that. And, and that's like, it's, it's not like anything big, but like, I don't know. Android just has a lot of customizability. And I think um, Windows, Windows and Linux have more customizability in general. But yeah. would you guys, would you guys get a MacBook for college personally? Um, well, I think it depends on what field you're going into again. Uh, one of my friends does a lot of machine learning and his computer struggles, his PC uh, desktop, it's for gaming too. And that struggles with running multiple things at once. Like he can't run machine learning. Uh, he can't run his machine learning processes and also run like some other semi-intense, you know, app. Uh, I believe he has a Ryzen 570 uh, graphics card and he has a uh, AMD CPU that's uh, a 2600, I think. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, it's an RX 570, um, RX if I remember correctly, that's the name. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely the deal breaker for me because I do a lot of, um, I do a little bit of machine learning, but I mostly do like data science and, you know, um, and games, um, you know, like FPS games, etc. So yeah. I think like the price of a of a MacBook that has high specs um, is just like it's it's really so high that it's really a deal breaker for me because um, I think at at the cost of like that MacBook, I would rather just get like maybe a PC and then a Chromebook on the side that was stronger. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Um, um, not to mention because I've been or personally since I've been using Windows pretty much my whole life in terms of like. Uh, computer, uh, computer wise, not phone. My phone's been <laughs> Apple all the way. Um, I think I would not be able to adjust. So you're pretty much just stuck in that, like the operating system you start with. The people who are using Mac in high school are, uh, they might have trouble switching to Windows in or college. Yeah. Uh, well, I used to use Mac until high school. And in high school, I built my own PC and switched to, um, Windows, but I think what made the move easier for me is I had two like mediocre, you know, I had a MacBook and a Windows, but they were both like really mediocre. So I was like, I, had to, I was juggling between them, you know, some things in the Mac could do and some things the Windows could do. But I think that allowed me to switch easier. But yeah, I see where you're coming from. Where like, um, someone... sure. so you use, you... oh, sorry to cut you off. Um, do you have anything to say? Oh, I, I was just going to say, like, I think, yeah. Like if you're using one OS, it would be a lot harder than the move for me. Yeah. So I want to ask if um, through your use use of both operating systems, what do you think is the biggest disadvantages of both? So like you have like one disadvantage for each. I'm just curious to be honest. Um. So a huge advantage of the Mac system, well, that's not really on the Windows system, is in terms of like downloading stuff. Mac is a lot more secure. So like you're very unlikely to get a virus on a Mac. You know, and on Windows, it's not like that. There's a lot of, you know, outsourced uh, applications and everything that you download that could get you a virus, which is one of the biggest threats of having a Windows uh, computer. But then in the same way, having uh, less outsourced uh, applications, such as like, um, like on the Mac, that kind of limits the amount of uh, the type of applications you can have. Mm -hmm. Like certain games, like uh, specific examples, Overwatch, uh, it's not available on the Mac. Same thing with Valorant, it's not available on the Mac. 
similar thing happens with softwares as well. It takes a lot longer to get on the Mac than it does to get on Windows. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, um, I, this just came to my mind, but if you really wanted um, the functionality of both, you can actually dual boot um, both Windows and Mac on um, on a Mac. I think um, my friend did that. He had he had a Mac and he was running both Mac OS and Windows on his laptop. And personally, um, I, I actually also dual boot. I dual boot um, Windows and Linux. I have like a Linux. Um, I have like a Linux running on like a one terabyte SSD I have on the side. So yeah, it definitely like it, it gives you a lot of freedom because you can use whatever what whichever um, whichever operating system you need to use whenever you want. And if you do get a Mac and you do want like um, the functionality of Windows, you can always do that. Yeah, but it definitely will not run Windows well because at yeah, least from what I've heard, um, the the reason why a Mac or a MacBook is powerful is just because of how optimized it is towards the Mac OS. Part of that is at least. Yeah. That's why the M1 chip, though it doesn't look that powerful on paper, is incredible when you're actually using it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I think uh, let's move on to like PCs in general. Um, yeah. Partially, I've, I've built... Um, so my dad used to have like, um, I'd just say like a Sunday job making PCs. Um, he used to be an electrical engineer before he became a software architect. And so um, he used to just for fun on Sundays, like uh, build the PCs for his coworkers um, or, ju or just anyone in the company. And he would actually have me helping him. So I've built like a lot of, lot of PCs in the past. And I definitely feel very comfortable with building PCs. And personally, my plan going into college is the laptop I have right now, um, the 2060 Ryzen 9. I plan to have that as my, my college laptop, um, the one I bring around. And then I built and I, and then I plan to, I, I plan to build a PC that I can use whenever I'm, you know, in my dorm or like, you know, if I want to play, if I want to do like machine learning, then yeah, that's my plan. So, uh, my, my current PC, I also built the PC and it's not that hard to build one. Like I yeah, think the first easy. time you just had to watch a couple of videos, but my current PC has, uh, somewhat similar specs to yours. How much did your uh, laptop cost? We can um, just I think, um, at MSRP, it was like. 1400 or like 1350 okay. but i got it on sale for 1100. That's yeah awesome. then it it doesn't doesn't make sense building a pc if you're gonna you know be commuting and all that yeah uh, because mine was a thousand for a 2060 super and a ryzen 5 3600. Mm -hmm. that makes sense um i think other pros are that first of all you don't need battery with the pc it just always um, it's always ready, but uh, well, another big factor is, uh, is upgradability. So you can always upgrade your PCs in the future. Yeah. You might have to change out your motherboard with your CPU or something like that. But in general, your PC is pretty upgradable, and you don't have to you don't have to buy a new one every time. Yeah. But with a laptop, you have to. It's not going to um, be like spending um, another thousand every time you want to upgrade. It's going to be spending like you know two hundred yeah. there, and with, then with um, you upgrade then. Because with laptops, um, I think personally, the only thing I've upgraded on a laptop is the RAM. I opened up the back and I put in more RAM on my old laptop, which is a hand-me-down. But like overall, I don't think there's much you can change with the laptop. So you're kind of locked into that until you buy a new one. And also PCs have less thermal problems than um, yeah, that's um, laptops. So if you're going to be using a laptop for gaming, then you know it's going to be running pretty hot. Yeah. So between laptops and PCs, which one would you guys rather use? In um, well, for me, I'm kind of set, right? Because the, the gaming laptop I have right now, I can use the, if I build a new PC, then the, the 
the laptop I have right now will always work as like a note taker laptop in the future. And I don't think it'll ever be that slow where it can't uh, in the future. So I plan to build a PC just because I want to have that power for, you know, machine learning, data science, gaming, etc. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and I want to just add on, like, personally, I would prefer, same thing as Chris, to have my own, like, desktop or, yeah, PC. But I could see why many people would prefer to have a laptop, like, mass or jack of all trades, master of none, pretty much. Um, you won't get the same power, or, or yeah, same power, but you also are able to take it everywhere you go practically. And that versatility will be really important to people who are like not going to be at their dorm all day, or like say you're going to just take it to a Starbucks to work or something. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed is that it's actually probably if you're working on files between, um, um, or if you're like working on code between your laptop and your pc or not even code just anything that isn't like done like it's not online it's not saved online it's going to be annoying to have to like transfer all the files or anything between your laptop and your pc so that's probably something to keep in mind it probably gets really annoying um as time goes on um so obviously the main con of you know pcs is is that it's not portable also if you get a pc then if you then you need to buy a monitor and like other peripherals like mouse keyboard if you don't have them already yeah which actually adds up like a lot to your costs is like um, if you're buying a gaming laptop, you're, you probably are going to get a monitor and, you know, a gaming mouse and a gaming, you know, keyboard or something yeah. like that, or Take maybe not, but, but yeah, but, but with your, with your, if you do buy a PC, then you're kind of locked into buying that stuff, which def, which actually adds up to a lot. And if yeah. you're a college student who doesn't have a lot of money because you're, you know, you're paying to college a lot, then that's, that must be pretty, that, that must suck. Personally. Um, Oh, you can talk, yeah. Okay. Personally, my idea for uh, going into college and, you know, what computing device I would use is, uh, as of now, mm -hmm. GPU prices are increasing because of the scarcity of them. And so I think, personally, selling my PC for maybe the same amount I built it for uh, and then just buying a laptop would maybe be more useful than keeping my PC as, you know, portability. And generally, yeah. you're not in your dorm as much as you're outside in college. Yeah, what do you guys think about using like a Mac Pro or an iMac um, as like a stationary desktop at school? Do you think anybody does that? Do you think there's any good pros to it? I think a lot of people use an iMac just because it's a, you know, Apple device. That and makes sense. It's, you know, it's just it lasts a long time and it's reliable. Yeah, it's a, it's a great device for college. Just um, cost is the main factor, I believe. Or in my, um, from what I can conclude is probably cost. From my experience related to cost, um, a lot of colleges actually do like, um, um, a lot of colleges like kind of sell like discounted iMacs or like MacBook Pros to their students. Um, actually like, I don't know about Windows laptops, but for my experience, it's only been for like Apple products, which is probably yeah. annoying, but I guess that does make it a little cheaper, which is nice. I, I think that's for... A lot of things. I think Surface also offers a discount. So, what do you, what's your thoughts about Surface? Surface is uh, Surface you know. Pro. Actually, um, I actually uh, my dad gets a lot of Surface uh Surface Pros and like Surfaces from his house. So I've actually used them a lot, and it's definitely it's definitely pretty nice. Like if you're like an artist or something, like the Microsoft Pen is pretty useful. Like if you're like an artist or you like have some like valid reason use for it. But if not, then I find the touchscreen and like the pen just like 
because I I find I found that I never really used it a lot. Like in general, like touchscreen laptops. Personally, I don't use them a lot. I'd rather just use the mouse half the time. You know, it also gets like the screen like the screen gets dirty. Um, if my fingers are dirty, so yeah. But, well, you have uh, to. Another thing to consider is that considering how thin the, um, considering how thin the Microsoft Surface um, surfaces are, you like you're getting like you're not getting a lot of um, performance for how much you're paying. So you should only use this if you're like into drawing, in my opinion, because at that point you might you could just get like a used Windows laptop that's around the same size, but it's stronger and cheaper. I actually believe that the Surface would not be drawing orientated. Or like focus for drawing. Um, my sister uses it uh, for her college uh, work, pretty much, and uh, she prefers it for the note taking. It's pretty much just a digital piece of paper, right? And the stylus enables you to do that very easily. Um, and so that's definitely one of the. Uh, it will fit for many students who prefer to hand take notes as opposed to like say type them or do their work uh, digitally, especially during COVID. Since you have a lot of digital assignments, you can edit them easily. Uh, however, one of the drawbacks, like you said, it being so thin uh, limits its capabilities. In this case, for her, she isn't complaining about processing power, but rather in terms of storage, because you only get around 100 gigabytes or so, 128. That actually does make sense. Um, my sister, my sister actually got. I think it's an XPS thirteen, and one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest um, complaints she had is that that everyone around her has like touchscreen um, laptops that you can use for note taking, um, and she didn't. Um, personally, I prefer just typing. I don't know. I find it faster. And um, although I I've heard that there are studies saying that if you write stuff, um, you'll retain it better. But personally, I just prefer um, writing notes quickly. You know, because I have a pretty fast typing speed, and then just getting it down and then reviewing it later, that's my opinion. Well, I guess actually, looking back, the Microsoft Surface, except for maybe the storage and maybe the price, seems actually like a perfect college laptop for most people that don't need like computing power at all. Yeah. I think it, it's, it's a competitor for like the iPad Pro and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, a, that's the last device that I guess comes into your mind when you're thinking of a college device, the iPad Pro. Uh, some cons are it's a lot more expensive than the surface it doesn't come included with a stylus which means you would have to buy a stylus and generally when you're spending that much you might as well just buy the apple pencil it's yeah. good yeah my sister uh, my sister actually bought the whole pack she got the the ipad pro like i think her third second year of college um she bought the she bought the ipad pro i think the biggest size of its time, I honestly don't remember what the specs were with Apple with Apple Pen, and she also had like the case where you have the keyboard and the touchpad on it. Oh, yeah. Um, and whenever she came home, she didn't she she doesn't come home a lot, but when she does, I would actually use it. And I kind of just tried out the note taking, and it was actually really really nice to use. The pen, the Apple Pen, has really high quality, um, and it takes notes perfectly. And you could also like scan the notes and upload them as you know as just like a Word document or something. So. The, the, the note-taking aspect of it is definitely the reason why people use it. But obviously, yeah, it's a lot more expensive. And um, usually, it, it, it'll have smaller screens than, like, monitors that you'll be using for PCs. And I don't know how much people can care about, like, screen size, but I care a lot about screen size. So that's definitely a, a big factor that I'd put into it. Um, but obviously, you can't use it as um, 
you can't use it as your main iPad all the time because of like compat- compatibility stuff. Like my sister, um, she spilled coffee on her laptop. So she only had her iPad at the time. Um, and that worked fine for her. She didn't really need it. But when she went to medical college, um, she she was basically forced to buy a laptop because um, because like her medical college uses a lot of applications that you can't get on the iPad. Um, and yeah, so actually, funny enough, she got a Microsoft Surface Pro um, for her laptop. Yeah, so, and uh, oh, you can go ahead. Uh, just adding on, I think it was a twelve point nine inch uh, display. That that's the largest one, and that cost one thousand ninety nine dollars, uh, which is wow. quite expensive for that's, a tablet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we even adding on peripherals yet? Yeah, <laughs> we're not even adding the, the pen and the keyboard. Um, actually, pretty sure um, both of those are a hundred each. So. Oh boy. Um, you you might as well just buy a nice laptop. That's like that that's much. like more than my current PC. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, all right. What was I saying? Um, yeah, I was just saying. Uh, I was just thinking how the Surface seems almost optimal considering you have the operating system and it isn't like. Because yeah. uh, I um on the iPad you have pretty much a tablet or you have the limit limitations of a tablet where you don't have. That compatibility with applications you can't just yeah. download a um can't download it uh, yeah pretty much yeah um another thing to factor in is like um whenever my sister would come home and i would use the, the, the ipad the keyboard on it is really really bad in my opinion if you're someone who's like a gamer or you like actually care about the key or the quality of your keyboard you will you will not like that the keyboard at all my like i looked online for a lot of different cases just for my like curiosity and it was basically no case that didn't have um a special kind of keyboard it's all just like really thin um keys that are made of like plastic and they don't they don't work well so that's something to consider and if i were if i were to get an ipad if i was thinking that keyboard would definitely be the deal breaker just because of, of how bad it is um, but there are, there's obviously the pros to the iPad. Let's not like let's let's talk about those little. First of all, the note taking is amazing. Um, I think everyone agrees on that. It's also even more portable than a laptop, just because it's so small. You it has like a small case. You can just fit it in your backpack. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, yeah, that's probably all the pros. And it's powerful. But yeah, you can really mm-hmm. use that power to the fullest you potential. You can use that power for machine learning and games and etc. Yeah. Um. Have you, do, do you guys have any iPads at home? Have you had like your personal experiences with iPads? Well, I, I have one. a first generation iPad Air, and that still works perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So, do you, do you, do you like the overall feel of the iPad, like the operating system, etc.? Would you use it like if you didn't, if you like, if you like, let's say you you don't need to play games or you're not doing anything related to computer science? Would you would you like to use the iPad as a daily driver? Uh, okay. I I don't think so because personally I can't, you know, use the keyboard on that. I yeah, I have a mechanical keyboard, like a high end mechanical keyboard, which is like, it's kind of hard to use another keyboard after it because of how yeah. nice it feels. So, it's very different. Like mechanical keyboards are like massive; they're giant compared to like, you know, the thin, you know, yeah, centimeter um, tall. I had a really, really, really old iPad, so I don't really have anything I can really say about the iPad. Um, yeah, I think it was like one of the the second like <laughs> iPad two or something. I don't know. It was yeah, like, I had I had one too. It was iPad really, two. really old, and you know I had good experiences on it, but obviously that wouldn't really work today. Um, but yeah, the iPad is still pretty good. It does what it needs to do. Um, yeah. 
Um, do you guys do you guys think it's worth to like have a really cheap Windows laptop that you would need like for compatibility issues, and then like mostly use an iPad, like buy an iPad, and then just have no. a cheap Windows laptop on the side? I don't think so. No, the entire um, point of you can't run yeah. softwares on the cheap Windows laptop, right? Mm -hmm. You have to you have to have a somewhat yeah uh, somewhat powerful laptop to run some of the software yeah. that you know you want to run, like. Anything for machine learning, anything for yeah, you know, like gaming. If you, if you if you weren't a computer science, like if you're in computer science, definitely you need to either get a really strong laptop or you need a PC um, with like a laptop on the side. But like if you don't really need anything, like if the most advanced thing you're doing is watching YouTube and stuff, then I think that's an option. I think well, then like, you don't really need to get an iPad in that's, general. That's true. I mean, I, I mean, you don't need to get a, a laptop in general. You can just stay with the iPad. That's the issue, that, that the point, issue yeah. with um, yeah, the issue with having an ipad is that you're paying for such an expensive thing to be used for a single purpose and that in this case being practically just note taking when there's so yeah. many better options yeah like the surface for example so overall i think in my opinion i personally think laptops or like higher end laptops not on the apple side but for me at least in the Windows side would be the best option for me in yeah. college personally that's that's yeah. the best, that's the best option for me, but there's some cognitive dissonance because I'm not actually gonna do that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I miss having a PC, you know, like the RGB open <laughs> tempered glass PC, and I really want that. But um, about like about the iPad operating system in general, I think it's kind of too aesthetic at times. Um, I'll explain it a little more because that's that sounds weird. But don't get me wrong, I love aesthetics. Of I've spent like I've spent like dozens maybe like 50 hours like perfecting my linux systems to look as aesthetic as possible however linux does like aesthetics in a way where first of all you get to customize it yourself and ios doesn't allow as much customizability but also it does it in a way that you still have all the functionality you need like at, at a single like with a single you know like with a single like keyword use but like when it comes to the ipad it's like kind of more tedious like you know, if you want to like go to like display settings, um, in Linux you just you just type like Control K and then Windows Windows and then settings. While on like something like iPad, you know, you have to like you have to click the home screen if you're on another app. You have to slide to like the settings button. You have to like pull down like the you have to pull down the menu on the left and then you have to type it. It's like it's not a big deal, but just like little stuff like that is like really annoying. It's like it looks better. Like that the iPad OS really looks great. But it's just not as it just doesn't keep as much like functionality, or it's just not as like easy or quick to use as macro windows. And also another thing is that like laptops can dual boot operating systems, while well, well, iPads cannot. Yep. Um, the iPads. I was actually thinking about like multitasking when you said that. Uh, like saying, I know they advertise being able to split screen on an iPad or something like that. It just, you can't have as many things running at once and you yeah. can't like. Also, uh, um, because of the, like the, the, the screen on the iPad, you can't really multitask. Like, even though they have the functionality for it, like the, the size of the windows that you have for multitasking are really small. They're not nice, fun to use. But like, if you have like a PC with a monitor, then, then, you know, you can easily multitask. So that's it for this week. Tune in to next week's podcast on Spotify for a different topic of discussion. Again, my name is Anshul Patel, and I've been co-hosting with Krish.
Kataria. And our guest today was Anthony. And thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed.